The MindAware 850. Wild here. You are listening to Positive Mindset for Entrepreneurs. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here. If you're here, then you know you want to shift your mindset, break through limiting beliefs, make more money, have more fun. Yeah, that's how we do it. If you are ready to do things the train your brain way, then you definitely want to to be a part of the Positive Mindset Entrepreneur's free daily newsletter. You can find it over at danawild.com slash mantra. danawild.com slash mantra, M-A-N-T-R-A. So today we've got a really fun little discussion on board for you because we're going to talk about the weather. (laughs) What, what? What do you mean? We're going to talk about the weather? No! Yeah, we had a post come through in the Positive Mindset Entrepreneurs Club, and we kind of got into a long discussion about it. Sometimes it's funny how posts that are kind of seemingly innocent turn into big discussions about mindset and things like that. And if you're that kind of person who likes to really live and breathe brain training and mindset, then you probably want to check out the Positive Mindset Entrepreneurs Club. It's at pmeclub.com. P-M-E, Positive Mindset Entrepreneurs, pmeclub.com. Anyway, the post was made, the weather was really bad in a certain area in the country, and a post was made like, how do I deal with it? How do I get my mindset around this weather? It's making me crazy. And so there were a variety of answers. And as the answers came in, I started thinking, you know, this is kind of like building a business. But let me start from the beginning and let me talk to you about it from the weather perspective, the answers that came in. Because a lot of people jumped in. And so one of the first answers that came in said, you know, you've maybe heard the story that there is no bad weather, only bad gear. And so if you dress for it, you don't mind the weather so much. So you get out in it and you have the proper hat and you have the proper boots and you have the proper gear and you get out into the weather and you can really actually have a good time and you don't even notice that it's so bad out. So then other posts came in, other comments came in about how to deal with this bad weather and one of them that came in said, you know, really being happy to actually be able to be out in the weather, being able to appreciate that you can go for a walk in your respective area wherever you are and that you can enjoy nature and that you have the ability and the time to actually take a walk every day and really just kind of appreciate the act of like no matter how bad the weather is be happy that you get to you get to be out in it then somebody else piped in and said you know For me, even when the weather is really bad, and sometimes especially when the weather is really bad, I'm always just awestruck by nature and the power of Mother Nature and what she can produce. You know, the snowstorms and the blizzards and the thunder and the lightning and all of this massive weather. Like, really, you have to stand in awe and wonder of 
everything that's around you and how much easier it is to be out in it when you really are looking at it through that those eyes of awe and wonder. And so I came into the conversation, I started doing some talk about not resisting the weather, which I'm going to explain in a minute. I'm not going to explain that right here because it's going to lead to where we're going with business. So I was thinking about this as people were answering and I was Every time somebody would answer, I'd think like, hmm, that's kind of a business answer. Like this could kind of be applied to business building too. What happens when you're going through a rough patch in business? You know, because really what the person was posting about was a rough patch of weather, having to get out in really miserable cold weather. And what do you do when you're going through a rough patch of weather? And so what do you do when you're going through a rough patch in your business or even when you're just trying to, you know, make things move and it doesn't seem like they're moving? And so I was looking at the answers and I thought preparation, boots, hat, gear. Well, really, that's what we do as well. We do mindset preparation. We are all day, every day collecting tools to be able to, to prepare for times when we're going to be in lulls or rough patches and also to be proactive in our thinking and in our daily practices so that we don't go through rough times because we're very proactive in the daily practices that we do. So it's about not only collecting mantras that we like and saying them and practicing stories And maybe some of us are into emotional freedom technique or tapping or positive prime or visual vision boards or visual stimulation or dancing or taking time for play or doing more radical self-love. Like there's all kinds of things that we do that would be the equivalent of gear except on the mindset front. One of the things I've been talking about a lot lately is creating an environment for success. Create an environment that sets your mindset up for success. You know, when you get up and the first thing you see is a post-it note or a sign or a picture on your wall or something that reminds you mindset matters most, first thing when you get up, then you remember mindset matters most. When you have a reminder on your phone as you wake up in the morning right at the time when you'd normally be brushing your teeth and you see that reminder that says, you know, center yourself and get some emotional momentum going, you do it. So our our daily habits, our tools that we use, the things that we collect, the ideas, you know, this is a lot of what we do in the club is sharing ideas for how do you stay positive and upbeat and moving because when you create that environment for success when you set up all the things around you so that you stay centered and feel good and stay aware of your emotions and stay present you're much less likely to hit that rough patch this is the gear this is these are the boots and the hats and the gloves and all that stuff, right? These methods that we use are the things that would be the equivalent of that. Then the next piece of advice that came in was that steeped in appreciation advice and being steeped in appreciation that you get to walk outside. And I thought, man, doesn't that apply to being an entrepreneur? We get to do this. 
How cool is it that we get to do this? So many people in commuter traffic, working long hours back in commuter traffic, and we get to be entrepreneurs. And even if you're one of those people, you're like, well, Dana, I got a day job. I'm one of those people. But you know what? If you are doing this fun business on the side and you've only got even 30 minutes a day to do it, you get to do it that 30 minutes a day. And really think of how cool it is to have a dream and to have a business and to be able to build it and shape it and think about it and do the things that you get to do to create it and the dreams that you get to dream to create it. So really appreciating that and feeling so happy that we're able to do this and that we've chosen to be entrepreneurs. Then the third piece of advice you might remember was bigger picture, awe and wonder, right? The awe and wonder of mother nature. And I thought, yeah, there's awe and wonder in being an entrepreneur. Like if we are really honest with ourselves and we look at our lives and we think about everything that led us to this point, like all the different things that had to happen in your life for you to end up on this path, to be in this particular business, to choose this particular thing. Think of all of the moving parts and working parts that had to happen for that choice to be made. Think about the clients that you connect with and especially those special clients that you connect with and all the moving parts that had to go into play for them to make it to your business, for you to connect. And think about the connection you feel and the path you're taking together and the transformation that they're going through and the bigness of the experience that you're having together. Like that is so easy to tap into awe and wonder when you step back from it and go, wow, do you know everything that had to happen for me to be right here right now telling you this message in this podcast and for you to be right there listening to it? Like it boggles the mind, the working parts that are involved in those types of connections. And then the final one, You might remember me saying that it was no resistance and that was my contribution. So I want to tell you a little story about how I came to this one. I had a dog who's now passed. His name was Oscar and he was uh, adorable, blind cocker. And he had to be walked, right? He had to be taken outside to go to the bathroom and he was blind. So you couldn't just let him off the leash and go, go run. You had to actually physically take him outside and walk him. And one winter, the weather just kept getting worse and worse and worse and colder and colder and colder. So I would take him outside and I could feel that resistance of like, oh, it's so cold outside and I just hate how cold it is. And I could feel my body tense up the second we'd be going outside and I'd be out there cursing the whole time and, you know, coming in. And it took just a few times of that to realize like, okay, this is not the way I want to live and this is not the way... I want to be thinking. And I know you're thinking, well, move to Florida then. (laughs) But but what I was realizing in the moment was that, you know, it's not the cold that's really bad. It's really not the cold that's the problem. The problem is that I'm resisting the cold. I'm resisting every minute I'm out there. I'm tightening up and I'm resisting. And I, I learned this method of not resisting many, probably decades ago. And I was applying it all the time and then it hit me again like a wave in that moment when I was 
taking my dog for a walk and going, why am I resisting this? If you really start to use this in your life, you'll see that it's things even like it's not the headache that's the problem, it's the resisting of the headache. Or it's not the back pain that's the problem, it's the resisting of the back pain. Like you'll start to see that so much of the pain that we have doesn't come from the actual quote unquote pain, but that we're resisting it. So I started playing with this idea with the weather and I started just saying, okay, I'm just going to go out there and I'm not going to resist it. I'm just going to relax my body, take a big deep breath, you know, walk out, just allow it, allow it rather than resist it, allow it. Walk the dog, relax, allow. And it got where I seriously was not bothered by the cold at all. Like I would be going outside with my, and you know, where I was living at the time, Minnesota, and I was raised there, so I'm used to this weather. It's minus 30 sometimes outside, and I would be walking outside with my coat completely unzipped and just walking the dog around, really not bothered by the cold at all, zero bothered by the cold. So then I started thinking about it, you know, because I was talking about this in the Positive Mindset Entrepreneurs Club and sharing this idea about resisting or rather not resisting or rather allowing, like that word really just allowing. I thought, you know, it's so much in our business too. We spend so much of our time in our business seeing what the problems are and fixing them, trying to fix them. And so we tend to sometimes get in this, this emotional mode that feels like, Oh, I need to I need to fix this. I need to fix this. I here's another problem and oh, why isn't it working faster? Why isn't it going faster? And you can just feel resistance, resistance, resistance. You know, let's say for example, you want more clients. We'll feel the emotional difference between oh, I don't have enough. Why why don't I have enough? How can I fix this? And the difference between that and okay, this is where I'm at now. I don't need to fix it right this red hot minute because you know what? It's kind of working itself out. Like I'm figuring this out. It's already happening. I'm already shifting things. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and doing it with a happy, feel good vibe. And I know that this is sorting itself out. Like you can already feel the allowing in that and the opening. And that's just after like whatever, 10 seconds of thinking about how to shift it from resistance to allowing. So playing with this, and really allowing things to come to you and allowing things to happen and being in your knowing that things are all right is such a nicer emotional stance than that resistance stance. So I wanted to share this story with you because I think we can learn a lot from the weather. (laughs) And really just to remind everybody, I wanted to close on that resistance piece because sometimes we just need the reminder that all is well. It's going just fine. You know, we get into fix it mode, but the reality is you've got systems that work and you've got other systems that you're finding and you're on the path and you like to learn and you're doing good work in the world and we get to do this and you're putting one foot in front of the other and it's all working out for you. And as we go, we get better and better and better at this and you're already doing it. You're already doing it and things are already happening for you. And you've totally got this. 